For the first time in more than five and a half years, we finally tonight have a few new answers to a question that has loomed over Indiana and over the town of Delphi. Who killed Abby Williams and Libby Jordan? From the end of the bridge to you got to go through. Now, I believe that the bodies were found about 50. A suspect in the criminal investigation out of Fort Hood is dead. Officials say he killed himself overnight. They needed that little music in the background. It goes, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Right. Knew about it or was there. It's, he's as guilty as the person who committed Chilling the details in the arrest of a suspected serial killer caught before he could strike again. With him, they, they, they dropped the ball, man. Like, they said he went AWOL. Mm. And that uh, he was a deserter. And nobody went to look for him. He sees him taking off with the wife. They end up finding the wife uh, murdered with the uh, the baby out of her, and they found the baby in another place. Hey, greetings from the year three thousand. It still sucks. This is Phil J. Fry. And you're listening to The Drunken Turkey Show. You're one stop for this sort of thing. Hit that button, like and subscribe. You know what to do, just like every other podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to The Drunk Turkey Murder Mystery Show, where we uh, take on some current true crime events and some of those that are a little bit, you know, in from the past that have a lot of question marks still. I'm your host, Daniel J, and alongside with me, as always, are my good buddies, Big Blue and Jaime G. Uh, we'll start off with you, Jaime. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I kind of, I threw the peace sign, but it kind of looked like I flicked everyone off, so I'll just do it slow. There you go. There it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great, man. How about you? I'm doing awesome, man. I've, um, I got a new, I'm in a new location. Uh, oh, everything shit. looks the same on y'all side, but I'm in a <laughs> new location, uh, enjoying the, the new studio. Uh, big nice, blue. Nice. You're, you're. How you doing tonight? Doing good, man. Doing good. You know, I'm just relaxing. Nice. Enjoying. I mean, I'm glad you're relaxing. Um, <laughs> today we're going to be talking an older case, y'all. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to say, and we all want to say, have a big thank you to all those that have newly subscribed. Um, we went past and beyond the 1k mark when it comes to subscribers that's the first um you know big milestone for any youtube channel and and for us to get past that we are um we're, we're totally grateful for so thank you all we appreciate everybody from the uh those that watch from the beginning and those that are new to the uh new to the show yep, and yep. so um thank you with that said let's um today we're going to be talking about casey anthony we're going to go into the new three-part docu-series that's out based on or from the perspective of Casey Anthony on Peacock. But before we do that, let's say hello to those in the live chat. Um, we have Lost in Space, who um, commented way earlier this morning at 921. Uh, hopefully you're still in the live chat. So it starts, uh, starts with this. Why was she acquitted for murdering her daughter? Because ABC paid her 400000 for five photos of her and her daughter. 
We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, we got State of the Steelers always in the building. That little girl was let down by many. Missy I Hunt, also somebody who came in super early. That creature should still be in jail doing what she did to her daughter. Why she is not, I don't know. We'll get into that as well. George Teston, thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. And Steelers fan. We have D Attaway. Hola. Hey. Hey, Minnie Mouse Miss. Been a long time. I haven't seen you in the live chat. Well, welcome back. Welcome she's back. Been, she's been AWOL. <laughs> Michelle Clark, how's it going? Thank you. Thank you. And so <clears throat> let's get into let's get into this. So Casey Mark. Anthony came out with a uh, three part uh, docu-series mm-hmm. um, kind of on Peacock called uh, Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Kind of going over her side of everything, you know, her side of the case. Um, me too. Me too. Nice, nice. Be bent in the building, sitting down with his jack and coat. I'll be joining you guys here in a minute. I'm just waiting a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I have to work tonight, so I can't, guys. It's gonna be good old cheer life for me. But about putting the water bottle. Oh, the 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 old good old vodka in the water bottle. Good old high school tricks, man. We have Steelers Nation Australia in the building. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Mark this is Mark. not where you park your car. That's Overseas. How right. drunk are you, Mark? You, you drive a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Casey Anthony, the three-part docuseries comes out... I've, I've watched it. Did you guys watch it in, in, in its total? Uh, mm-hmm. We'll start off with you, Big Blue. What were you? What were your thoughts on, on the docu series? Did it uh, change your mind on anything? Before we get into any details, well, I mean, it just brought up the old information that we already knew, but I, it didn't change my mind that that I think the dad had something to do with the daughter's death, and mm-hmm. I think. The way it sounds like that she's a big liar, but also to me, it feels like she was also probably on drugs or something, man. Like she doesn't remember everything clearly what happened. You know what I mean? All right. All right. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Hi, man. What were your thoughts on the, on the, on the docuseries? Did you like it? Did you enjoy uh, it? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, man. Uh, it was, it was a hard watch. Uh let me just say, she had 14 years to come up with a new story, 14 years to per, to to practice her acting, and it hasn't paid off. I don't know. Somebody said that she deserves an award for her acting. <laughs> no, not at all. No, I didn't. I, I, I'll, I'll also kind of echo the words of Jaime and say that as I was watching it, I found myself um, picking apart what she was saying. You know, the contradictions, the things that she was saying still to this day. And um, I found myself becoming increasingly more frustrated with her thinking that this person got away with something horrific. Yep. You know, Um, but we'll get into it. So the docuseries basically goes into her side of the story. Um, She claims that she was a victim of S.A. um, as a child from her father. Yeah. Um, and her and brother, brother at a certain point. 
right? Yeah, yeah. And so her her thing is, and basically what she's doing with that is trying to show reason as to why she was such a big liar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's trying to find some justification. Right. She's trying to prove, you know, that the trauma that she had and all this other stuff, which I'll tell you right now, man, everything kept turning back onto woe is me, you know, mm-hmm. this and a third. It's always on her, right? Yes. Even even when they ask her, you know, how'd you do? How'd you sleep? And she's like, I, I never sleep. It's always the same nightmare. You know, you would think at that point, you you were your nightmare. You would be waking up from is is you know you're seeing your daughter dead, in mm-hmm. in your father's hands, drowned or whatever the case may be. Um, you would think that would be the nightmare that she wakes up. No, it's always this other trauma, which I'm not trying to. Um, attack her for potentially having or not having any trauma. I, I I don't believe she. I don't I don't buy her story. But yeah. um, <clears throat> you know her story is that all this trauma that she had is the reason why she was acting in the manner that she was acting, and why she was lying, and that she was also following the instructions of her father to lie. Yeah. What did y'all think about her? her story right off the bat as far as um, why she was a liar. Did you buy it? We'll start off with you, Big Blue. Well, in the in the beginning, I remember seeing this when I was younger. It, you know, you just saw the, <clears throat> the truth about how she didn't report her daughter missing for 30 days, right? So it was like, how could you not know she was missing for that long? And then the truth started coming out, you know, about what she was doing during that time. And it's like, I, I can't believe the words that came out of her mouth. I mean, if I, one of my daughters goes missing, day one, I'll be knocking on people's doors. You know what I mean? Hour one. Hour one. Yeah, man. Now, now, apparently, there was some sort of argument um, before mm-hmm. Casey Anthony had left those 30-some-odd days or whatnot. Um now we have the nine one one, the full three of them. We'll listen to those and and, and react on on those nine one one calls. This is thirty one days later after, um, you know, basically what ended up happening was uh, Casey left with her child, supposedly went to work, and then um, had been missing. She was stealing money and had taken the car from her mom. And her mom found her, and this is the 911 tape. You guys want to mute yourselves? Yeah. When police are sound to be recorded, I can help you. Thank you. Hello. Hi, I'm, I drove to the police department here on Pershing, but you guys are closed. I need to bring someone into the police department. Can you tell me where I can, the closest one I can come into? What? What are you trying to accomplish by bringing them to the station? I have a 22-year-old person that has um, grand theft sitting in my auto with me. So the 22-year-old person stole something? Yes. Is this a relative? Yes. Where did they steal it from? Um, my car and also money. Okay. Is this your son? Daughter. Okay. So your daughter stole money from... Your car? No, my car was stolen. We've retrieved it today. We found out where it was at. I've retrieved it. I've got that, and I've got affidavit for my banking account. I want to bring her in. 
Where where did all of this happen? Oh, it, it's been happening. No, no, but I need to establish a jurisdiction is what I'm trying oh, to Oh, I live in um, in Orlando. Yeah, but what address did these thefts occur at? Um, well, I guess my residence, I guess. Four that? Nine, okay. Four That's actually going to be in the jurisdiction of the sheriff's office, ma'am, not okay. the Orlando Police Department. All righty. Let, let me transfer you over to the communications section. Okay. Now, is the Orlando Sheriff's Department the one on 436 that is that open this afternoon, this evening? Uh, the substation you're at on Pershing, if it's Orlando Police, we're, we're open primarily during the day. Uh-huh. But that's not the sheriff. That's the city police, which does not right. have jurisdiction for your address. And then there's the Sheriff's Department on, I mean, on 436. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to transfer you to the Sheriff's Communications section, and you can... Um, determine that. Hold on. Okay. So I will say this in this particular um, phone call, the, the, the grandma is not, she doesn't bring up the, the granddaughter missing. Yeah. Do, do you guys not find that a little bit odd? Very, very. I mean, you finally find her now, unless Unless the, uh, well, hold on, there it is. Unless the, um, I'm trying to fix this whole blue tint thing going on here. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless she, you know, when, when, when the grandmother found um, Casey and Casey came up with that story that the daughter, or the granddaughter was with the, um, with the babysitter at that point already, right? Let's just say that's the case. Maybe that's why she's not asking right away where she's at. Maybe she found her saying, hey, where's, Where's Kaylee at? She's with the uh, babysitter. Do you think that would be enough, you know, to not report that, report that to the um, to the police here in this situation? What do you think, Blue? Yeah, I think it's the, I think uh, the story that she told her mom that she had left her with that babysitter. You know what I mean? And yeah, and uh, you know, after that they started finding out the truth. Hmm. Uh, you know, to me, after I've seen this show, um, you find out more of the truth, and it's kind of kind of hard, man, to believe all that stuff. Right, right. Yeah. All right, let's let's listen a little bit more into it. Stealing money. 
I already spoke with someone. They said they would patch me through the Orlando um, Sheriff's Department and have a deputy here. I was in the car. I was going to drive her to the police station, and no one's open. They said they would bring a deputy to my home when I got home to call them. So she stole your vehicle? Yes. When did she do that? Um, on the 30th. I just got it back from the impound. I'd like to speak to an officer. Can you have someone come out to my house? Okay. Okay, I gotta ask you these questions so I can put them in the in the call, okay? Okay. Thirtieth of June. Yes. Okay. How old is your daughter? Twenty-two. Okay. What's her name? My name. Her name. Her name. And you said you have the vehicle back? Yes. And I have the um, statement. She's there right now? Yes, I got her. I finally found her after a month. She's been missing for a month. I found her, but we can't find my granddaughter. Um, five foot one and a half. Thin, medium, or heavy build? Thin. Color hair? Brown. What color uh, shirt is she wearing? White. What color pants? Oh, they're shorts. They're um, plaid. They're like pink and teal and white and black plaid. Does she have any weapons on her? No. Is she not telling you where her daughter is? Correct. Okay, we'll have a deputy out to you as soon as one's available, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So, while it was ringing, you heard her say something about, you heard Casey and her mom talking about, give her another day. She wanted another day to to get, find her daughter or whatever and bring her in, you know, her, her focus was more time probably to run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about this second call? You know, there in the third call that she makes and the next one that she makes, cause there's three calls that she does to nine one one is when she talks about the smell. Do you guys find it odd that she's not bringing that up in any of these two conversations with the police that it smells like a dead person in the car? What do you think? Jaime? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Like that would be the one, the number one thing. Uh, screw the car, you know what I mean? Screw the car. Like, don't forget about the car. The the main, the priority is the little girl, right? Mm-hmm. That should be it. That's the, the first thing she'd have said is that, hey, my daughter, my granddaughter's been missing for a month, and her mom won't tell us where she's at. That's right. What she should have said. But uh, like, and, and the smell. And the smell, yeah, about the car. Like. My thing is like, you know, you would think to yourself, is she are are the family or you would have to ask yourself, is the family trying to to cover it up? Mm-hmm. But they're also trying to get her arrested for stealing the car. So, yeah. you know, could it be what do you think that is? Like how that doesn't make any sense to me. Like yeah. no, yeah, definitely. A lot of those stories don't make sense. Um, but I, I, I feel like 
I feel like the mom in the next, in the next, in the third call sounds a lot more, um, um, more, well, yeah, has more emotion than actually her daughter. You know what I mean? Right, right. And I, I don't doubt that. But what I'm saying is like, what do you, do you think that there's a potential like that, you know, they didn't bring it up at first mm-hmm. and then they, they bring up the, they, they do this in steps, right? It's yeah. just a car and then it's the car and the missing child. Well, the and money, right? Right. Car, missing child and money. Mm-hmm. And then it's, and then it's the next step where there smells like a dead body. Yeah. It's kind of escalating. Me, What's that, Big Blue? To me, it's kind of like it's a, she uses drugs to me. That's what it looks like. Which one? The mom or the, uh, the, the, or the daughter? daughter? When you look at those pictures, when you see the back, I mean, everybody thinks they're bruises, but to me, uh, drug addicts have those a lot, especially meth heads. They get the, those weird pimples in their back. Really? Something, something's off to where, like, she don't remember what happened to her daughter, but she remembers that vivid part they said earlier, you know, about her being soaked wet in her dad's arms. So, like, I think she was on drugs, man. That's what I, that's what my thing is. I wonder if they ever drug tested her to see. Yeah. I mean, oh. she probably was. I mean, she was out partying. She was, during this 31-day uh, mm-hmm. period, she was out at the bar. She joined a hot body contest, apparently. Um, she was she was with she got the tattoo that said um, Bella Viva or something like that, which means beautiful life. Yeah. You know, during this time, uh, she was, you know, just kind of living it up. Uh, this docuseries goes into and talks to the friends who say that she acted like normal. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they wouldn't have t- noticed that anything was ever wrong or missing. And, you know, this docuseries is trying to say. And point to that as being a reason of uh, of trauma, right? Like the only way that somebody could go through this and continually lie and uh, hide this, cover that, believe this, believe that is if they went through all this trauma, right? Yeah. Um, I think there's an, another explanation for it, and I think she's a narcissist. Well, I, I believe I believe so too. Well, a pathological liar too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, all she cares about is herself, and and, and in this in this docu series, that's all you hear. Exactly. It's just me, 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 me. In fact, she doesn't even mention her daughter's name until I think the second episode. Yeah. And and there and when she's referring to uh, her father walking away with her, with her body, right, walking away away from her. That's the yeah. first time she mentions her name. Like so, to me, that's that's like uh, this brings on a little bit of guilt. Yeah, you don't want to when you don't want to do that. What, so, what were we gonna say? So on the on the show itself, the the beginning of the show it said that they rented a house so they could have their the interview with Casey, right? Yeah. And she they rented this house for the interview, and she brings all her pictures mm-hmm. with her and puts them up on the wall of, of Kaylee, right? Yeah, which is I don't know, man. That's kind of weird. Like I don't know why she would bring all her pictures. Well, she's trying to push this narrative that she's a good mom like and a- that she misses her child. I think that when you look at what she was doing, how 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 callous her actions were, yeah. um, how callous um, she was talking. I mean, when they found her, 
and the parents were talking with her. She was like, surprise, surprise, right? She is so callous. And in this docu-series, according to her up until that point, she thought her kid was both alive and dead, which didn't make any sense to me either. But we'll get that a little bit further into this. It's just, you know, this woman here and, um, you know, there's been cellmates that have come forward as well. And we'll watch that clip, too, that have talked about uh, Casey felt that she was, uh, you know, maybe perhaps became a parent too young, wanted to live her life and do things that young people do. And the and at the moment of opportunity to do so after her child has gone missing or has passed away, yeah. uh, depending on which story you want to believe that she says, because, you know, she thought that the babysitter had it until the that lie was no longer feasible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so um, with that being said, you know, it depends on which which story you want to hear from her. It, it's, it's insane, man, the, the differences. But, uh, you know, in the beginning, she talks just solely about her. Everything turns to her and her trauma and her problems. And and as she's now forced to answer the questions for her daughter, she mm-hmm. her life was shortest with her. It, it, it's just so much is about her and you know i don't i don't see you know this person grieving for her daughter still i see this person grieving for what happened to her yeah you know because she had to go to trial because so much of america hated her because of all those other things versus her child dying in my opinion well, uh, definitely. but what about you big blue what are your thoughts on on that yeah man it was a lot of you know, Casey's pity party. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I think there is a little truth in some of her lies as you watch the, 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 the docu series because there is some evidence that she brings up that's, that's pretty crazy that I didn't know and wasn't made, I guess, part of the trial um, about what happened in those 31 days also. Yeah. Yeah, well, well. We'll we'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Let's listen to the last part of this third final nine one one tape. Nine one one. What's your emergency? I called a little bit ago. The deputy sheriff saying I found out my granddaughter has been taken. She has been missing for a month. Her, her mother finally admitted that she's been missing. Okay, what is what someone is, here now? Okay, what is the address that you're calling from? We're talking about a three-year-old little girl. My daughter finally admitted that the baby's in the store. I need to find her. Your daughter admitted that your the baby is where? But the babysitter took her a month ago that my daughter's been looking for. I told you my daughter was missing for a month. I just found her today, but I can't find my granddaughter. And she just admitted to me that she's been trying to find her herself. There's something wrong. I found my daughter's car today, and it smells like there's been a dead body in the damn car. Okay, what is the three-year-old's name? Kaylee. C-A-Y-L-E-E. Anthony. Kaylee Anthony? Yes. Okay, is she white, black, or Hispanic? She's white. How long has she been missing for? I have not seen her since the 7th of June. What is her date of birth? 
um, 8, 8, 9, 2000, oh God, she's three, she's 2005. So it's Kim, this is 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 Kim, this Okay, I just, can, I need, I, I understand, can you just, can you calm down for me for just a minute and just, I need to know what's going on, okay? I'm going to try and talk. Is your, is your daughter there? I have fun with them. Is your daughter there? Yes. Can I speak with her? Do you mind if I speak with her? Thank you. I called them two hours ago. They haven't gotten here. Can you speak finally? And then it was very quick. I'm like, oh, it's a terrible plan. Ma'am. Ma'am. Can you stand there? They want to talk to you. Can you have a different question? Answer the question. Hello? Hello? Yes. Hi. Well, can you, can you tell me what's going on a little bit? I'm sorry? Can you tell me a little bit what's going on? My daughter's been missing for the last 31 days. And you know who has her? I know who has her. I've tried to contact her. I actually received a phone call today now from a number that is no longer in service. I did get to speak to my daughter for about a moment, about a minute. Okay, did you guys call and report a vehicle stolen? Um, yes, my mom did. Okay, so is it a vehicle stolen too? No, this is my vehicle. What vehicle was stolen? Um, it's a 98 Pontiac Sunfire. Okay, I have deputies on the way to you right now for that. So now you're now you're three old. Okay, your three old daughter's missing. Kaylee Anthony. Yes. White Kaylee female. Anthony. Yes, white female. Three years old. Eight nine two thousand five. Her date of birth. Yes. And you last saw her a month ago. Thirty one days. It's been thirty one days. Who has her? Do you have, do you have a name? Her name is. Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez. Who is that? Babysitter? She's, she's been my nanny for about a year and a half, almost two years. And why why are you calling now? Why didn't you call 31 days ago? I've been looking for her and have gone through other resources to try to find her, which was stupid. Okay. But, can you can you give me the name of the the nanny again? Like spell it out for me. Zenaida. Z E N A I D A. Last name? Fernandez. Fernandez? Hyphen Gonzalez. I think the officers are here. The officers are there? Yes. Okay, hold on a second. Don't hang up with me yet. I need to. Okay. So what do y'all think about that? You know, if you, if you listen to it um, clearly, closely, she says, Casey Anthony says, I have nothing to talk to them about yep. before getting on the phone with 911. I, I found that to be a little bit damning, in my opinion. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on her reaction, her, her actions, what she's saying, her lack of emotion? What do you think, Jaime? Man, the... Oh man, like the the lack of emotions infuriating. 
Um, obviously, she doesn't have emotions because she knows what she's done or knows what happened. You know what I mean? Right. She has she's had a month to process that. Um, yeah. I mean, but even through the whole month that she was apparently processing this or what happened to her daughter, uh, she's out there, you know, like you said, joining uh, hot body contest and you know, part going to parties and drinking and, and whatnot. You know, and it, it, it that's that just shows that she didn't care, that she cared for that life more than she cared for her own daughters. Yeah. I agree. I agree. What about you, Big Blue? Is um, I know you watch the docu series and you're, you're you're a little bit persuaded, but hearing this nine one one tape, you still feel that uh, yeah, she she wasn't the uh, a killer here. I mean, it's a. Uh... I want to say something happened, like, because the story that she tells, the part that it convinced me that something something different might have happened was, um, I'm not saying she didn't kill her daughter. I'm just saying, like, maybe this, maybe she did drown because she did say, you know, the dad was carrying the lifeless wet body. And then the dad took her away. And then she kept calling that after they he said i'll take care of her you know she's fine you know don't worry about it and she took off and like in that docuseries she says you know there's proof that she called every day to the house right and but i think there's um there is some context that needs to be said that when did this drowning story come out after the body was found right mm-hmm. so up up until the body was found she was telling people that she didn't know she yeah. that the baby was a uh, was a kidnapped, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in every aspect, she is lying till the moment you're you you can't lie no more. You know what I mean? You know, she tells these people that she works at at Universal Studios. They go to Universal Studios, her and the police, she's walking down the hall, she goes down this to the left, saying hi to random people, mm-hmm. doing this, that, and a third. And then until she gets to an office where there's a dead end and nowhere else to go, does she finally come forward with the truth and say that she doesn't work there anymore? Yeah. You know, she has the nanny situation. She's lying until the op- till the moment that she cannot lie no more because the ba- the body was found. Well, supposedly, right? I, was, I was reading a report that I guess the nanny part might have been true. Like she might have known the nanny with that name because there's a lady that's suing her for defamation. <laughs> yeah, but but that you know that's like me finding out that Jaime is a mechanic, and then going and telling people that he worked on my car when he didn't, just because he was a mechanic. Yeah, you wouldn't want me to work on your car. Oh man, I need you to fix my stereo, by the way. Okay, oh, I'll do that. <laughs> All right, nice. Um, you know, here's my thing. So she gets arrested, right? Mm-hmm. She gets charged with neglect and a bunch of other things, right? Yeah. And I think she gets charged with murder as well, right? At a certain point um, before they found the body, but then they turned it into yes. a capital afterwards. I believe so. Um she also I think I think she got arrested for uh uh providing like false information too. Like in- right. 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 Yeah, false information and lying to police. Now, here here's my thing. Up until this point, right? There's been no claim of sexual assault any of those things from from the dad, right? No, no. Now she goes into jail, mm-hmm. and up until the body's not, you know, is found, she's still saying that 
you know, Kaylee was abducted. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, according to this docu-series, she meets a woman named Robin McAdam, no, Robin McDowell, a.k.a. Robin Adams at the time. Yeah. She was in for felony drug possession. Um, this young lady, based on the letters that were written, had a sexual um, a SA happen with her, right? Yeah. And I'm talking about Robin Adams. Up until that point, after Adams tells Kaylee about her SA experiences, um, that's when she starts saying that she's having dreams, that she remembers, that she thinks she went through the same thing that this other girl did at the same, you know, because of the dreams that she's having. So in my opinion, what I think she's doing is she's seeing somebody else's trauma and trying to explain her behavior with somebody else's trauma based on what they're in for in their life that they, they led. Uh, I found it to be very suspicious that it wasn't until she got familiar with somebody who was a uh, victim of SA that she began to um, accuse her father of, of the same. What did y'all, did y'all pick up on that during the docuseries as well? Yeah. Def- uh, actually I picked it. I picked that on that on like even before I saw the docuseries, I remember saying it's like, oh, all of a sudden now you have, you know, you're in jail, you're sitting there, and I mean, she has time to come up with something different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because even in the docu series, when she was talking about, like you said, how uh, she contradicted herself, she's like, oh, I always thought like she was okay and then everything, and then she goes back and is like, oh, I, I remember my 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 father had Kaylee in her arms, she was dead and stuff like this. Like it makes right. no it makes no sense. And even even if that like even if that's the, let's say she did drown, right? This this she did drown, and and then the dad took her and, and disposed of the body. I mean, there was no charges against him put uh, for that, right? Because I mean, obviously, no, in fact, I think he's suing K- uh, Casey Anthony for defamation now as well. Okay, so if that's the case, that's what the the the, the defense claimed happened. Like, why right. was no charges against him or? Uh, even even against the brother for supposedly the sexual assault. Oh. Well, he, 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 here's the reason why they claim the, the the father had the sexual assault because that's the only way they can explain him not calling nine one one if this was an accidental drowning. Now we have to look at who this person is. George Anthony is a former detective, mm-hmm. right? Now, in my opinion, it's a little bit far fetched based on his experience that he's going to make so many mistakes like that you know for instance putting putting the uh, baby uh kaylee uh, Kay, uh, Kay, kaylee there's so many of them the same <laughs> name is it's a little confusing i apologize putting kaylee in in items and trash bags and in uh you know using duct tape that would all lead back to his residence things of that nature aren't things that you would expect somebody who has detective experience to do yeah. Right. And if this was an accidental drowning, you're not you're not expecting a a a retired detective with experience in law enforcement to panic in that moment to do something like that, to dispose of a body, yeah. uh, you know, regardless of the reason. Now, the only way you can try to say is if he was trying to cover it up for some reason. Now, Why would he try to cover it up? So she brings up this story about the sexual assault. But here's the thing. Why now? Right. You know, this wasn't brought up before as far as, you know, she accused him of being the killer, things of that nature. 
Cool. And I'm going to bring up a video. This is off of Megan Kelly on the Megan Kelly show. And on this video here, um, part of the defense team for Casey Anthony is, is present. We're looking at, at Cheney Mason. Uh, he was the guy that had the experience as far as lawyers go. Uh, the, the other lawyer, give me one second. Um, the other lawyer, Jose Baez, he was not as experienced enough to be trying a capital murder case. And so in order to allow him to be a part of the team, they needed somebody more experienced. So they had Cheney Mason. This is him. This is 11 months ago. Um, you know, let's listen to what he says. And this is part of the defense team. Under her version, under her version of the case, she, George, her dad, killed, well, didn't kill, but was with little Kaylee when she drowned. Okay, she drowned. So when No, that's, Kay- that, that's not correct. That's not correct. Okay, George found her. Okay, there's no evidence that George was with this child when she drowned. Okay. He found her and brought her in from the pool. And and confronted Casey. Look at what you did. There is no evidence that? that he did anything. Right, I know. I'm aware because most of us don't think he did. But when <clears throat> when did that allegedly happen? Well, <laughs> I'd have to go back to the specific dates that you probably have. Well, dates, you just so. told me it hadn't happened at the point she said I've been with her for a month and I've been out. You said it hadn't happened at that point. So when did it happen? Oh, I don't know. Well, then why are you telling me that it hadn't happened yet at the point? Uh, yeah, go ahead. What I'm telling you is, and you said that George was with the child when she died. There is no evidence. No, no, but you're disputing. No, I'm going back to my first point. So you don't know. You, my point is when she was out dancing and getting the tattoos and <clears throat> Bella Vida and doing all the crazy stuff for that 30-day period, did she or did she not know that her child was dead? In my opinion, she did not know. In my opinion, that child had been found and had been disposed of in some capacity long before she was ever brought into any kind of inquiries of whatever. Casey, this is where, where, and you justifiably, and so many other people believe, Casey, you would think, would have known immediately about her daughter. I don't think she did. Our experts didn't think she did, and the jury didn't either. The bottom line is that. All right, I have to pause this. He says that she does not think that she knew that her daughter had been deceased, but she had admitted in her docuseries to carrying a cold, wet, heavy body Hmm? that that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that. That her father uh, said it was her fault, right? Right, she, right. She did that. So the defense's whole thing, and the thing is, in this docu series, the the cops tried to give Casey Anthony that out during uh, interrogation. They yeah. let her know, and they told her, like, "Hey, was this an accident? We understand that, you know, yada yada yada." Right now, <clears throat> she was saying, "No, no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen." Even to this day. In this docu-series, she said that that was impossible because the ladder wasn't put on, right? And, you know, she claims that she was on guard 
right? Because of and see, this is what part doesn't make sense because she she goes into this like she was on guard because she knew what happened to her as a child, this, that, and a third. Yeah. But she doesn't remember any of that until she goes to prison after the fact. But she yeah. talks about the day that this happens that she's a light sleeper and she's always been a light sleeper because she's used to people coming into her bedroom to uh, to assault her. Yeah. And yet, you know, she so light sleeper, all this other stuff. And, you know, she's woken up by her father, according to her, and she's looking for her daughter and she's not there. And she doesn't immediately accuse him of doing anything, even though she's used to him doing stuff. Yeah. You know, those things didn't make any sense to me. Um, why, why, you know, why, why was she still at uh, her parents' house if, you know, like she, he, she did that to her? And- I mean, they could probably—they're probably claiming some form of like Stockholm syndrome or whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. she still yeah. her father; she still loves him. This, that, and a third. Mm-hmm. But like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, and and then the other thing that that even in the uh, in the docu series they brought up, Zanny the nanny sounds a lot like Xanax. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so they brought that up, and. I picked up on something when she was talking about and, and blue said this earlier, there's a lot of, a lot of truth or there's a little bit of truth in all these lies. Oh, yeah, definitely. And she talks about the way that they used to knock her out and her dad would supposedly put a pillow over her face. Yep. You know, I, I have a strong suspicion that may have been how Kaylee passed as well, but for potentially different circumstances. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Blue, what do you think about this? The defense team here is saying that, and this is 11 months ago. Um, I'm guessing this is right before the docu-series was filmed. At that point, um, 11 months ago, so this is less than a year ago, uh, you know, full 10 years after this whole thing happened, uh, they don't think that George had anything to do with the death why all of a sudden it changed in 11 months? What What are your thoughts? I think because um, they found they found out some more information, some truth. You know what I mean, like like I said, that maybe it, it was an accident, but he covered it up. I think, or I don't know. Like that's what I feel because she claimed that she was caught. That like the mom said. Maybe the what I think is the mom didn't know anything about it. Her mom, I think, mm-hmm. just the dad knew about it, because the proof that the Casey had, you know, they showed the phone documents. She would call the dad every day, and ask how her the daughter was doing, and he would say, "Oh, she's fine. Uh, you can't talk to her right now. Uh, it's all in the docu series." But the part you yeah. said earlier, where where he's a detective and. This is the part where, where it's like, well, maybe it wasn't him. Was she hid the body in the trunk of her car? Mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't bagged at that time when it was in the trunk of her car because they found the hair follicles. They found they found the hair from from her head. And when they did the, the, the scientific studies on it, it showed that it was off a dead body that had been dead for a while. Mm-hmm. And that's why the car smelled. Um, I think maybe the dad found it at that time when they recovered the car and that's when he got involved and he bagged it 
that back to baby girl. I mean, not it back to baby girl, and um, like like the brother. I don't know. Like the brother might have something to do with it too, because like, like the brother's the one that threw the dad under the bus. The brother's like, yeah, that's the way. Um, the way they found the body, he even said in court, is the way my dad would dispose of our dead animals when they died. He would wrap them up in a blanket. He would put them in a bag, and he would duct tape them. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if the brother knew that and Kaylee knew that, they may have been practicing in the same thing. Yeah. What I'm saying is you're looking at who he is. He's a retired detective. Um, I don't see him disposing the body that close as well um, yeah. to the house. I don't see him uh, making a lot of those mistakes on a, on a planned out, something that's planned out 31 days. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, this was yeah. well enough planned. You have somebody who's inexperienced, somebody who's, um, doesn't know, you know, is a 21 year old that wants to party. Uh, I can see those mistakes being made uh, a lot more by that person than the person who was a former detective that knows, knows their way around. Now it goes back to why would the, uh, the, why would he then um, not call the police when, when the baby was found accidentally drowned? I mean, it, it's reasonably, uh, you can reasonably, explain that yeah and he's an ex-police officer so i'm sure you know him going into the police department and saying hey you know what she opened the door found her in the pool drowned i'm sure they're going to take his word on that versus some somebody else who's not an ex-police officer mm -hmm. and you know it's a reasonable explanation why go to this extent of hiding the body for her yeah what do you think Jaime? i was about to say the same thing man like if it was an accidental drowning why not just call it in first of all he's a cop veteran uh seasoned veteran right mm -hmm. okay let's say the he finds kaylee drowned in the pool um they don't talk about trying to give a cpr right they don't try to call number one about it they don't they don't do anything about it so my 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 question is this like blue since you're you know you know about this stuff if a person, what's the longest a person can probably go unconscious after drowning that you can actually bring them back with, with CPR? I mean, some people say it, it could be sometimes up to an hour, man, but it, after a certain point, you start going brain dead, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can revive them sometimes. You make a really good point, Jaime. I think that, you know, you're looking at this guy, he's, he's a police officer. You know, before you become a detective, you had to be a first responder. Exactly. Uh, you have to be a police officer that's out there. I you think you your first seen, team, man. Yeah, you're looking at this being a child, uh, a very young child. There would be evidence of CPR on the on the on the rib cage mm -hmm. uh, for them trying to revive this child, and yeah. that's not that's not brought up. That that is a very valid point in this situation. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I thought about too, man. Uh, a, a cop needs to know their their first aid they need to know they're got to be certified with cpr you know what i mean mm -hmm. they gotta they gotta know this stuff and for him to supposedly allegedly grab the kaylee and berate um casey anthony for being a bad mother and not you know attending to the child at, at that same at the time you know what i mean they could maybe right. maybe it would have saved their allegedly right um right. It just blows my mind. Yeah. And as far as, you know, in the docuseries, it goes into how um, the father was like um, trying to help K 
Casey Anthony and then started slowly kind of turning his back towards her. And I think what, what that was, was, you know, love is blind, y'all. Like, and, and love is, is in the reference of your spouse, partner, but also in family members and, and your children. Sometimes you don't see the things that they do because you love them and you wouldn't think that they would be capable of doing certain things. And I think that as as this case progressed and him being an experienced detective and seeing the clues and seeing the the writing on the wall, so to speak, he started connecting the dots as well. Now, I can understand why it would take him a little bit longer to connect the dots when the uh, the person that is accused is your flesh and blood daughter. Yeah. And so um, I, I can see that and I understand where that is. But, um, you know throws me off is like uh some of the stuff they that they did you know what i mean like okay your granddaughter went missing and um after a while you you buy a, like a fifty thousand dollar boat open a foundation start looking for missing children in the marshes when she wasn't even found in a marsh you know what i mean like right and there's a lot of controversy over the foundation you know what i mean like i I actually just found it a little while ago so i was looking at my phone i was trying to see if it was still an actual foundation but it got dismembered uh, this i guess canceled in 2012 um it wasn't really providing any substance for anybody it was uh really it had made a little bit of money because when they came out on the you know, the Dr. Phil show, Dr. Phil, they came out like three times. So they made like, they didn't want any money, the grandparents. So they wanted as, as I guess, a donate, uh, donation to the foundation. They donated like 600000 to the foundation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. finally, when it went under, I think there was like $100,000 left in it. And they ended up paying like lawyers and everything to, I guess, finish all the finalizing of all the cancel the foundation formed and stuff for the state yeah you know um i was when i was watching the docuseries there's this part where where she says um um i i feel like she's close yeah she said that she i feel like she's close she said and then it comes down to later on they find the body and it's actually really close to where they live yeah and, and that, that that's all like this is there's all these little red flags that were already hinted in the beginning of her story and it's just like at the end it just makes this whole lie just a big like a, this fabrication of a lie you know what i mean like a snowball effect yeah and you got to start picking at it and it's just like everything she says is she's contradiction contradicting herself in this docuseries yeah and she's still doing it and this is this is how close it was so this is the kc anthony home right here mm-hmm. you know we'll zoom out and just down the road, up the road to the main road and to the right mm-hmm. is where the body was found. And so I believe it was like 17 feet from the seven, street ring. Right. 17 feet from the uh, the curve of the street. And apparently the person, the meter reader that called it in, had called it in a couple of times. Here it is. It's super close to the yeah. prop, this property right here. Walking distance, man, to the yeah. Casey Anthony house. Very much so. Very much so. Extremely close. Uh, you're not looking at more than, I think it was like a seven minute walk 
You know, if, if, if the body was in the in the trunk of the car and she dropped it off um, after a few days just right here. Yeah. Like, it's not that far from home. And Didn't. it's uh, hidden. And apparently during that time, there was some rain and stuff. So this this pond here ended up flooding all the way out here. I, I believe animals got to it too, right? The, yeah. The body, yeah. the fortune. Yeah, there was some some animals and and uh, got a hold of the body and did the whole scatter thing. Yeah. Now at the um, at the end of the docu series, so basically, Casey Anthony is just trying to unload on her father. She says that she remembers being a victim of SA throughout the entire time, right? Yeah. And then the final big hurrah that makes her realize that he was the uh, the perp, so to speak, um, was a highlight of what he had stated at Kaylee's funeral and let's let's listen to that and we'll get you guys' opinions on it and so many of you that never got a chance to actually hug her smell her hair smell the sweet sweat when she came in from outside to hear her call me Jojo sure I was grandpa but I was Jojo to her some days when I wouldn't maybe just pay attention to her for just a second, she would get right in my face and Jojo, Grandpa, Grandpa Jojo, George, she knew me. She knew how to push me to smile at her and hug her. I missed that kiss on the cheek, that special hug that I tell everyone it's so great to get a hug from someone, but to get a hug from a small child that gives me energy like you couldn't imagine. So I'm gonna say another it. I'm gonna go say ahead. it. I'm gonna say it. Do it. Sounds a little bit like Joe Biden, don't you think? Yeah, and I think everybody is kind of pointing putting some fingers or or putting connecting some dots, thinking that, you know, he smelled the hair, he smelled the skin, described it and and that reminds them of Biden a little bit. And, and you know, <laughs> and so it, it, it is what it is. Um, it's weird. I, I will say that it's it's a weird thing to say. His expressions, his the energy that he's giving off is, is really odd. Um, yeah, uh, I agree with you. It's just, it's just kind, of, kind of creepy, man, honestly. Yeah, no, it is. It, it really is. And I believe, um, you know, this goes to to uh, to blues, um, you know, his train of thought on this, that that he had something to do with it. Uh, Big Blue, was that a uh, did that sway you in any way of thinking maybe there's more to the story? Was that a big piece of that? No, um, and it wasn't even the the. The. Uh, the sexual harassment part that didn't. So I mean, um, because she would have claimed it a long time ago. It was more like, you know, the the phone calls that she did make to them that she has proof. Um, I mean, he bought such a expensive boat, trying to go look for missing children when he couldn't even find his own granddaughter, and being such a great detective. She was only two blocks away from his house. Um. That's because he wasn't looking. 
I mean that. And, and then she goes missing for thirty days, and and you don't even like call and say, "Hey, uh, where is she?" Kind of deal that you know. I don't know. Well, I I think um, Casey and um, Georgia dad have the same emotions, lack of. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe maybe be, maybe more him because uh, you know he can he can probably be like that because he's probably seen his his share of stuff too so he's probably desensitized to it you know what i mean okay. um, as, as, a, as, a, as a detective as a cop and law enforcement and whatnot you see a lot of crazy stuff obviously um right. it could be a reason why he doesn't have so much emotion but um being her granddaughter uh it also it also makes me think that he might have something to do with it you know what i mean um I, I, have a, I have a somewhat of a theory, but I mean, like, go ahead. What's your theory? Well, I think that Casey did something to that little girl. She ended up dying. Uh, I, I believe I, I, I feel like she probably drugged her. Mm-hmm. Uh, when party came back, was dead. Uh, and the father tried to help her um, um, dispose of the body, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, mean when you look at the outcome of the situation, right, the, the outcome of the case was that she was found not guilty. And so if, um, you know, one of the things when it comes to your defense is you don't have to prove you're innocent. You just have to throw in some reasonable doubt. Right. You one of the things. Yeah. One of the things as well is pointing the finger at somebody mm-hmm. else and coming up with enough reasonable doubt to believe that, hey, this other person could be involved. Yeah. And so let's just say. Um, you know, Casey did something, baby passed away. She called dad, she told dad, dad's, um, you know, coaching her up a little bit, mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent and she's calling and he's disposing the body and, and whatnot. That way the daughter doesn't go to jail. Okay. But at the end of the day, he was testifying against her and she was on death row possibility for the death penalty. True. I- and not only that, but he did a, if, if that was the case, also he did a crappy ass job. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, he he didn't he didn't dispose of it well. Like Blue said, buy your house, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Use your you know you know up until that point, the theory was the nanny or a nanny had the child. Dude, and so do you think that you know knowing that her case, knowing Casey that her dad disposes of animals the way he does, you think she did that? to put some blame somewhere else maybe or p- potentially that um, one of the animals that her dad had disposed was close to her and mm-hmm. so she may have gone with him to dispose of the animal uh, that may have been a uh, uh, something that they did together you know as a little yeah. bit of like a funeral or whatnot and so it could be just a learned habit yeah no. and so uh, Blue had sent over this video. Um, let's mute ourselves and we'll watch it. This is um, referencing the foundation that uh, the father had. What are their goals with their foundation? What do they want with that? 
Well, the foundation is, uh, uh, first and foremost, I, I just want to make sure everybody understands that my clients aren't, aren't deriving one red cent from, from that uh, foundation. There's been, again, lots of speculation that uh, they were using it for employment uh, or to get money. Uh, but the, the goal is to uh, basically support grandparents uh, in the state of Florida and then ultimately, uh, ultimately nationally to uh, get some more rights because right now in the state of Florida, grandparents with regard to their grandchildren have zero rights. Uh, and there's certain situations where uh, we're getting lots of emails and letters where grandparents are running uh, the family and, and they have the grandchildren at home and then the kids come in and take the, the kids out and uh, the grandparents can't even uh, file an action against them because there's nothing that would allow them to get those grandkids. You know, Mark, this is an area in this country, grandparents' rights, that has to be developed, and maybe George and Cindy are the people to do it, because in our modern society, more and more grandparents have custody, are raising the children, and they don't have the rights involved, and it, they have to work like heck to get those rights. So I think that is great. Mark Littman, thank you very much for joining us tonight by phone from Orlando. So apparently um, they were trying to start a foundation to give grandparents rights. That way they can, um, you know, um, get in a situation where if you have a child that is, you know, maybe too young to be a parent, yeah. that that grandparent can take over. Um, what about this? Did you uh, find suspicious, Blue? Um, it was more like I was trying to find out if the foundation was still open um, and what kind of money they were bringing in because I'd never heard of the foundation after like a couple of years ago. You know what I mean? I never, all the stuff that's happening in Florida, I never see them in the news helping out or donating money or, you know, that's what most of the foundations do. Mm -hmm. And then what, what got me more is like, you see them showing off that boat that I think they got with the foundation money and they take the news reporter out on the lake and, like, and they never even found any children. Like, they never helped those cases. Um, like the guy that's here in Texas, you know, the guy that helped find Vanessa Gillian, he mm -hmm. uh, started out because his daughter was kidnapped and murdered. And, and you know, he's helped find a lot of missing people, a lot of missing bodies. And doesn't take a dime for it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, these other people took all that money, and I've never heard one case that they found. True, that's true. And and you know, in the docu series, Casey Anthony accuses her dad of you know stealing money as well, and and to, and gambling it away, and and forcing the uh, the wife to work fourteen hour shifts, her mom, things yeah. of that nature. Um, you know, she really just dislikes her dad and, and, and really was putting the finger in that direction. And you're right. These folks, they've done some weird stuff, man. They definitely have. Um, this is a video from a, um, a cellmate from Casey Anthony. Now, remember when we talked earlier, we mentioned something about there being a little bit of truth. Um, I think that, you know, throughout the docu-series and at the end, they come up with a reason as to why, George wouldn't call 911. That was the whole purpose of that entire docu-series was, all right, you know, and, and that's what it is. Is like, 
if it was an accidental drowning, why why wouldn't he call 911, right? So the entire focus was the reason was because he was doing something inappropriate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so here is a uh, clip from a uh, cellmate of Casey Anthony. Let's listen to what she has to say. I don't want to forget to ask about it, so I'm going to ask about it first. You said that she told you, Casey told you, that she used to knock Kaylee out. Yes. How did that come up? Um, actually, it didn't just come up like that. It was a period of time when I used to stand up for her because I was going through my own case and I've gotten the name calls and everything. So when people used to call her out like that and like say, where's Kaylee, where's Kaylee? I used to defend her because I really didn't believe anybody should be judged just because of something they did and I thought she was innocent. So that's how we became friends. Later on, because we were in lock, we would talk through vents, through the door, or if one of us comes out to the day room, we'll sit at a table where we can face each other and talk. So when we were in the vent, um, I would ask her, like, so, you know, how was your childhood? How did you, you know, grow up? How was Kaylee? And at one point she told me that because she was young, she wanted to go out and party, but she didn't want to leave her baby with her mother. Why? She, it was, my belief it was a little jealousy going on because the mother was very close to Kaylee. So she didn't want to leave Kaylee there. It's, it was kind of like, a fight for the best one to win with the love of Kaylee, and it's it's really confusing. And um, did she, she say me, that, or was that your impression? She the way she made comments, that's what it led to. Like um, she would say, "Well, what's so special about Kaylee? Why she couldn't ever care about me like that? Stuff like that." So that impressed that it is something like that. Well, she said that she used to knock the baby out so she can go party. And she would put her to sleep, and then she'll come back. The baby would still be asleep, and the next day she's awake. So that's how that came up. So did she, I mean, she just happened to tell you that in the course of she didn't, because she didn't want her parents to. Well, if she didn't want her parents to babysit, this is a part I don't understand, and maybe you don't know either, but if she... Where did she do this? Where was Kaylee when she was knocked out? In other words, that's the same thing they asked me, and I told them that I guess they were in the house because they lived together at their parents' house. So I'm, I really don't know. I guess they were at the house. Okay. She never said just, where. No. Like so, in other words, if she put her down, then they didn't have really have any contact with each other. Yeah. While Kaylee was even at their house, yeah, she was asleep, and so it wasn't like they were interacting. Yeah. Is that the impression you Yes. Okay. That's, that's what I got, because I know they did live together, so I guess. Did she say it? And I'm, I'm reading your statement, so it said something about at home. I mean, did she say she would do that at home? And then yeah, when she got at, home? At her, at her home, which is her parents' home as well. So she would tell me it was at home when she would do it. And then she'll go out and then come back home. And she would be there. And she yeah. would go there. Did she say what she used? To knock her out? Um, I can't pronounce it. Uh, I can't pronounce it that well. Chloroform? 
Fong, Fong, I can't pronounce it. It's, um, I know it's, I don't know much about it, but I know it's some type of chemical. It's chloroform, chloroform. She said that? Yeah. What did she say? Tell me more about that. Um, I know that how she did it was she would pour it on like a rag, like a wash rag, and put it over the baby's face. So she'll inhale, and that will, what will knock her out. Do you know where she got it? No. I, after that point, I was kind of, she, okay. she told you that? Yes. She told you she would pour it on a wash rag and put it over her face? To knock her out. That's pretty crazy, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had a question about that. Um, uh, it's more, well, blue. Um, um, let me see how can I, it, it, it took a month from when she, the little girl went missing to the, to when they found her, right? Yeah. How, how much can the body decompose in that time? Is it, is it real fast? I mean, I, the weather, like on the conditions and stuff. It does depend on the weather and the conditions. Like, honestly, I don't deal with that part. I've always been interested by it, but um, yeah, I was actually watching Doctor G, the one that did the report on it, mm -hmm. and uh, and she says it, it was pretty decomposed. It's hard to they can still identify her, but like. It was decomposed in certain points to where, like, they couldn't see if she was sexually assaulted because, you know, that was already gone. You know, the animals had eaten uh, yeah. the body and stuff like that. And I think because the dad wrapped it up in a bag. Oh, I was playing the dad, but somebody wrapped him up in a bag in a blanket. Um, that that causes sometimes to to um, slow down. The, yeah, it slows it down a little bit, but the maggots, man, the flies and maggots get in there. Mm -hmm. They have they have, a, they have their way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it's gonna rain on them and you know they're in a bag, you know. I mean, like let's say let's say they 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 find the little girl maybe two or three days later, right? And then and enough and Casey Anthony supposedly used chloroform on this little girl, uh, with the rag, right? Supposedly she put it on the rag, put it over right. her girl's face. Sometimes that chloroform burns. Yeah. And that will be a, that will that will, it will probably show, especially if she put it over her face for the longest time. You know what I mean? It, it, that 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 stuff burns the skin. So like, if they would have found this girl, maybe like a little this little girl in like in two or three days, maybe those that evidence would have been still. Well, don't hard. you think that you know the parents would have seen that if this wasn't the first time that she did it? Well, did they know about it? Like, if you know she lived at their house. Yeah. Don't you think they would have noticed the burn marks across her face if she did do that? Well, maybe this was just she overdid it. Yeah, because honestly, uh, um, they talked about that on, on the autopsy report, Dr. G's report, and mm -hmm. she said they, they tested for it, but it was like too past that time mm -hmm. where it wasn't going to be able it to could have, It couldn't be detected. Yeah, and, and the the defense was actually going after her autopsy report about how they think it wasn't adequate enough, and she's a pretty good doctor. I mean, I still see her show right now on on cable. Yeah, it's a replay. But would that drug be present in her hair? 
Hmm. I, I mean, you would think so, right? Because any other trace of drugs would go through your follicles, right? Right. Yeah. And there was hair there. Now, here's the thing that also makes it seem that, that kind of puts a hole in the uh, accidental thing mm-hmm. was the duct tape. There was duct tape uh, in the uh, in the bag that some people, the prosecution mm-hmm. will argue that the, the duct tape was over the mouth. And the uh, the defense was arguing that the duct tape was around the plastic bag at the top and had basically um, fallen in. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I find kind of odd about that is the fact that when they described um, Kay- Kaylee's uh, skull, it, mm-hmm. the jaw was still attached because of a piece of hair and duct tape holding it. With that amount of degrade or decomposition, the, the bottom portion of the jaw would have fallen off had it not been for the duct tape around the mouth. Um, I think that puts a huge hole. That tells me that, I mean, if you're putting duct tape over somebody's mouth uh, and nose, well, yeah, that happens, you, you wouldn't have to do that to somebody that's dead. That's already dead, yeah, exactly. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like you said, like that they said that the skull was um, visible, right? Like the right. bag was ripped, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you said that the tape. They were saying they were they were claiming that the tape was around the the bag itself, not around her. her they claim that the the tape had fallen off the bag and fell on her, or something of that nature. Okay, well, well I mean, it could with with animals and whatnot, maybe, right? Maybe. But then, but like, they were all saying that it was actually wrapped in her hair and everything. Right, that it was stuck in her hair. Yeah. So, so that's a that's a big that's a big um, what's it called hole in the story. Now, I have an article for you guys that I want to read. Okay. Um, this is from this is from the uh, News for Jacksonville. All right. And let me see if this has a date on there. Let, let me let me let me ask you something real quick, guys. Um, do you think the do you think having her court or her trial in 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 that's in the same city was a big uh, factor? Did you you would have thought that it would have gone the other direction, given how much publicity yeah. that this case had. Mm-hmm. That you would have probably been more in fear. Uh, yeah, it go in the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. That's all I was thinking. I was like, man, that's weird. That like that, like you would think that in the same place where it happened, you're holding a trial for this, and they went with a not guilty verdict. You know, what I mean, the, sometimes most of the times trials are are moved away from where it actually happened for that sense. You know, what I mean, for the fact that they, they don't they want a fair a fair uh, trial. Mm-hmm. And this one is just the whole opposite. It was, it was, a lot of people, when the verdict came out, a lot of people couldn't believe it. I mean, even the post we put up on our on our on our YouTube, um, it was like 120 people, um, you know, voted that. 97 percent of them said that she was guilty, and only two percent were saying was saying that she was innocent. It's like, where were those? Where were these 121 people on the jury when we needed them, right? When they, yeah, I, I believe that was Blue and Steelers fan that were on the two percent. <laughs> <laughs> I never said she wasn't not not guilty. She said she had hope. Well, but does, but does it does it really does it really matter if she's 
had help because even if that they say the dad did help her, they never charged him with anything. Yeah. That and also that her own defense team less than a year ago said that they had no evidence whatsoever that towards the death. father was involved. Yeah. That the only thing that or, or in the death of that, the only thing that he was involved in was the uh, potential cover up of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that makes zero sense to me when he is the family is trying to have her arrested for stealing the, 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 the automobile, for stealing the money. For, um, you know, as he's putting these pieces together, he's testifying against her, things of that nature. Like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. And here's some here. This is actually from 2012. So this is 10 years ago. Uh Um, This is from News 4 Jacksonville. It says Orlando, Florida for weeks. Casey Anthony sat her murder trial with her defense team anxiously waiting for prosecutors to drop a bombshell computer evidence that state would argue showing Anthony researched how to kill with poison and suffocation on the same afternoon. Her daughter Kaylee was killed by poison and suffocation, but the bombshell never exploded. We were waiting for the state to bring it up. Defense attorney, defense attorney, uh, Jose Baez told WKMG TV's Tony Pipitone. And when they didn't, we were kind of shocked Baez first revealed the evidence in his book, presumed guilty, but blamed Anthony's father, George Anthony, for the computer activity. Bias suggested Anthony was uh, George Anthony was considering suicide after Kaylee accidentally drowned in the family swimming swimming pool. But WKMG investigation has uncovered evidence indicating that most likely Casey doing the search. And it was a stunning lapse of prosecutors relying on woefully incomplete information from Orange County Sheriff's Office. Never saw the potential damning computer browser evidence until WKMG revealed it to them last week. How damning is it? Consider what they appear to show happening online the afternoon, Monday, June 16, 2008, the day Kaylee died. At 2.49 p.m., after George Anthony said he had left for work while Casey Anthony's cell phone is pinging tower nearest the home, the Anthony's family desktop computer is activated by someone using the password-protected account Casey Anthony used. At 2.51 on the browser, primarily Casey Anthony used a Google search for the term foolproof suffocation, misspelling the last word as um, suffocation. Uh, Five seconds later, the user clicks on an article that criticizes pro-suicide websites that include advice on foolproof way to die, poison yourself, and then follow it up with suffocation by placing a plastic bag over the head. The writer quotes, others as advising at 2:52 p.m the browser records activity on myspace a website casey anthony used frequently and george anthony did not i really believe the prosecutors were going to san Burgos with this i said after all poison suffocation plastic bags were exactly what the state claimed casey anthony used to murder kaylee and dispose of her body poisoning her with chloroform suffocating her with the duct tape and then placing the body in two plastic bags after WKMG described the findings to him last week, trial prosecutor Jeff Ashton said, this is just a shame we didn't have it. This certainly would have put the accidental death claim in serious question. Ashton retired after the trial, wrote the book on the case, and in January will become a state attorney unseating his former boss in this year's election. Hmm. What do y'all think about that? About the search on her computer history? Yep. That just makes me... You just reminded me to clear out my search history. What's it called? <laughs> no, um, dude, like, 
what is so weird? I mean, well, it was not weird. It's just like the, what the, the coincidence that all this stuff that she searched for, that she also claimed that it was her brother that did that, um, that her brother supposedly had her password or whatnot. Uh, yeah, somebody um, else. Somebody else. Yeah, somebody else. She's blaming on somebody else. Used her profile or account to get into the computer and do all these searches. You know what I mean? And then go to her MySpace. Yeah, go to her own MySpace. That's that's just this. She she's not gonna. She needs to take accountability. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and the weird thing about it with the docu series, you know, um, she already got acquitted of this of this murder of this charge. Um, mm -hmm. At this point, she can say she did it, and nothing will happen to her. Right. Like they can't double jeopardy. They can't do it because of double jeopardy. You can't you can't try to uh, convict her for the same crime twice. Mm -hmm. So what? Why? Why is, why is she still lying? She could easily just say the truth, and nothing will happen. Well, I think that she's probably trying to become a famous person in some form or fashion, yeah. and yeah. probably trying to clear her name so that way she's not the most hated woman. Well, back in two thousand, what was it? Eleven? I think ABC was offering her like like four hundred thousand dollars. I'm pretty sure. Well, isn't isn't Peacock like part of ABC? I think uh, they, they they did give her money for photos. Like, yeah, yeah, they did. But like, I, I'm pretty sure they they gave her a pretty penny for this interview. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty penny. Yeah. And and I'll tell you one thing, man. Through the whole darker series, I did not believe anything she was saying. I didn't either, man. I I, I didn't find her to be believable. I found the words that she was saying was just to put the blame on everybody from everything, everything that she's ever gone through was, was some kind of victim yeah. from the moment she was born to the part where, uh, you know, when she was young, her father supposedly essayed her and she got older, her brother would not to the same extent. Yeah. Um, the Kaylee apparently to her was a product of also, uh, S a, um, mm -hmm. you know, she claims that she was uh, sexually assaulted, but doesn't come out with that claim until after, or her, the person yeah. that she was with asked for a paternity test, which why would he, I mean, you know, begs you to ask the question, right? Why yeah, would yeah. that guy ask for a paternity test if she didn't tell him that she was sexually assaulted or any of those things? Maybe perhaps because he had certain doubts on his yeah. own for a different, completely reason that wasn't relative to that. Yeah. But every everything that's ever happened to her is it the product of some major trauma that was uh, at the hands of somebody else? I mean, she she lied. She well, she never said anything about the uh, the essay that it was it, it resulted in her pregnancy, right? And she told her parents or her at least her mom. She told her mom that that guy that she slept with was a friend of hers that moved away and started a family before yeah. she she knew that she was pregnant, right? And that later on. The, the 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 man passed away, right? That was right. the story, right? I was like, she lied through everything, and I and I understand, you know. I mean, there's 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 people that do they have this um, they they go through this kind of you know sexual abuse or whatnot, essay stuff, and you know, and and they seem a lot of uh, a lot of them they don't want to talk about, it, they don't want to let people know about it because it kind of um, they don't want to relive the, the situations, those those specific situations they were put in. And I think that's why it, it could have been that, but I mean, oh man, just, and the lack of emotion for anything, for everything, 
uh, until they come, it, be, it comes to her about her, it just, man, it infuriates the hell out of me. Well, during the entire docuseries, she said that she thought that her dad was somehow made it so that she was okay and that she was alive throughout the entire time until they found her body and that she was distraught. Well, this is soon after they found the body. Let's figure out how distraught she is. All right, guys. I just want to let you go. I got to go already, guys. But y'all have a good day, man. Sounds good, Blue. You have a good one tonight. Later, man. Laters. Hey, gorgeous. How you doing? I look like hell. <laughs> well, you know, I want to be able to reach out and hug you and give you the, the you know, the big, the big Papa Joe hug. I'm gonna take your pain away from you. So, you know, you can tell me anything. I know that, Dad. I swear, we're not doing well, Kate. Someone just said that Kaylee was dead this morning. Surprise, surprise. What mother says, surprise, surprise, about the disappearance of her own daughter? The reaction was so inappropriate that it just was chilling. You know, I'll be honest with you. Both both the father acted kind of weird, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, the, the lack of emotions, is, is, it's, in, it's incredible, man. I mean, the, the only time, I mean, I've seen people that, that, that have done crimes and they have that lack of emotion for so mm -hmm. long, right? But, like, this one is, like, she's, she's keeping it up for, like, the past 14 years, right? Yeah. I mean, the only person that seems human in that <laughs> or right is the mom. Yeah, the mom. You know, the dad also seems kind of like, hey, hey, gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I wish I could take your pain away, this, that, and a third. Like, you know, you you would assume that she would probably be, or he would probably be a little bit more acting like the mom was in that moment. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, but he didn't show any ounce of that. Um, no, the, he didn't. The, 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 what, what Casey Anthony reminds me of is uh, this, this case back in the 80s, in the early 80s. Um, I think, I believe her name was Diane Downs. She ended up, um, she she claimed that she was going, taking the kids out for a ride and she ended up running into a hitchhiker and the hitchhiker tried to carjack her car and her kids were in the backseat asleep. And he, this carjacker, just supposedly carjacker, shot the kids and shot her in the arm. And that's when she took off to the, to the hospital, right? Ended up that the oldest, one of the, one of the daughters died. One of them was the boy was paralyzed, and the other one was also like disabled, you know, for for life. But um, it turns out that she ended up killing, like she ended up shooting her own kids, and then she ended up shooting herself in the arm to make it seem like, you know, her story was legit. But yeah. then they they interview her right after. The, I believe this interview is maybe like, oh three days after this all happened and the lack of emotion from this woman is it's amazing yeah let's watch this and let's see if there's a similarity between her and casey anthony if i had shot my own children would i not have done a good job of it why would i have then immediately christy woke up and as i say she may be the only one to get me out of this 
Would I have brought her to the hospital? Wouldn't Do you she hear it, Jaime? I don't hear like anything. Sure is dead. There are too many holes in it. Why would I have taken my kids to the hospital? Wouldn't I have made sure they were dead and then cried crocodile tears? That's insane to think that I would do such a thing and then bring the, the witnesses in against myself. That's crazy. For the first time since the shooting incident on Marcola Road, Elizabeth Diane Downs went before reporters today. She proclaims her innocence and sharply criticizes law enforcement for their investigation in the case. She says they're letting a dangerous criminal get away while focusing on her. Police have told Elizabeth Downs they've stopped looking for the shaggy-haired stranger who allegedly shot at her and her children last month. The state has taken custody of her children. Court documents identify her as a prime suspect. Although a lot of questions have been raised about what happened May 19th, she still sticks with her story. Downs says the family took a scenic country road for a sightseeing venture late that night when a man flagged them down. She says the children were asleep when he pulled out the gun. Terrifying. Very terrifying. I kept talking to them. Danny cried the whole way. I could hear him softly just moaning and Christy was dying. God, the, all the blood, all the pain. You keep trying, I kept trying to tell her to roll over so she wouldn't choke on the blood and it didn't dawn on me at the time that the blood was coming from her lungs. And I just kept talking to her and Sherry didn't make a sound or a move. I mean, are you are you hearing her talk? Yes, sir. I don't hear anything. I heard the the intro, but if you guys can hear her talk, I'll let it play a little bit longer. I don't hear it's muted on my end, but I'll let her I'll let her talk. Although Downs spoke alone in front of reporters, she consulted with her attorney beforehand. She thinks law enforcement has misinterpreted her daughter Christie's statement that there was no stranger present at the time of the shooting. She says police haven't given Christy a chance uh, to tell the full story. She doesn't remember anything. There are many times she said, Mommy, what happened to your arm? What happened to me? What happened? So when they go in and ask her point blank, do you remember a man? And she says, no, that's like being on the witness stand. They only give you a chance for a yes and a no, not an explanation. She doesn't remember anything, let alone seeing a man. Mrs. Downs still suffers from a painful gunshot wound to her arm. She says the man was aiming for her stomach, and she's lucky to be alive. Downs says law enforcement is persecuting her because they can't find the man. A horrible crime has been done. Therefore, the DA looks bad. Lane County Sheriff's look bad because they couldn't find the guy. People are terrified to walk outside. If they sacrifice the mother as the murderess of her children, that makes it clean cut, simple cut, pure and dried. Yeah. There have been no indictments against Elizabeth Downs, and she won't appear in front of a grand jury. She says it's just a trap. She feels the only way to clear her name is before the public. Ann Bradley, Eyewitness News. That was crazy. So, yeah, nah, man. Um, I had to listen to it over here. It wasn't playing on my end, but... That's uh, she does seem like she's losing some emotion. You look a little bit frozen there, Hyman. Wave if you can see me. Uh, yeah, you look frozen. I'm sure you'll come back in here in a second. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. My internet's acting up again, man. Oh, no, it's quite all right, man. It's quite all right. And so we looked at all this information here to kind of just put a bow on this and put it, put it all together. I do find that the actions of the dad are a little bit suspicious. Mm -hmm. I do see that, you know, potentially there could be something else there. But I don't think that I think the extent of the I, I find it hard that the father is uh, uh, George Anthony is involved just because of the, uh, you know, his 
him being a former detective and the amount of like mistakes that are made there that you, if you had 31 days to plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And so those things are concerning. I do see there's a lack of emotion on both parts. And there's been multiple times where the mom has come out and accused, like Mrs. Casey Anthony's mom has accused her husband, George, um, of being the reason why Casey Anthony is the way that she is. And so I see that. I, I, I do see that. But I do think there was a strong, this was a strong case of injustice for the little girl. I think the mom clearly had something to do with it. And, um, you know, I think it's a travesty that she's out free. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? It's, it's, uh, it pains to see that Katie did not get any justice. Um, and the fact that her mom, Casey Anthony, is doing interviews and getting paid for it is it's horrible. And and I was gonna bring this up. Someone's someone pointed it out that let me, let me show it. The thing is, you watch a series, you give them viewers, which gives her attention, that gives her more chances to pay the opportunities to spew her ball, which is true. But I watched the bootleg, I didn't go through Peacock, so ha ha ha. They're not getting <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't admit that publicly. Um, <laughs> it's okay, but, everybody watches bootlegs. Yeah, yeah. I, I found it to be I found it to be frustrating. I, I, I didn't find her to be believable at all. Mm-mm, and yeah. I think that it just sucks that there's nothing else that can happen to her, you know, as far as this case goes. They can't there can't be any justice. She's not gonna see jail time for it. She's well, not gonna go to prison for it. Now, you know, kinda like OJ. Mm-hmm. where he got away with it and you know those type of folks that do things will eventually do something else again and he got caught for stealing his own crap and yeah he stole his own memorabilia yeah i remember that, that was, and he ended up in you know pulling out a lengthy term you know for that theft and so you know it won't be long before this woman makes another mistake Definitely. hopefully it's not something that's as severe as the one that she's made you know or the the decision that she made uh, several years ago, but yeah. you know, it'll find her, she'll find herself behind bars for something one way or another, eventually, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of behooves me that you know, she's still out there in public eye. Yeah, like, yeah. and she hasn't gotten like you know, done, no, gotten bullied or whatnot. That and like, I mean, well, that was a fear from the defense team, right? That, that she wasn't going to have to live a normal life. What do you think about? Her private investigator was named Patrick. Um, oh, Pat McKenna. Yeah, Pat McKenna taking her in and, and yeah, man, you know, she being a part of his family. Like, you know, at the end of the docuseries, he asks her a question like, what happened within those 31 days? And she deflects the question, never answers it and goes into her father. Right. Yeah. yeah. Even to that point, it's just like Ooh. that guy has to know that this person oh. more than likely killed killed her daughter and you're having her for thanksgiving every year the, the thing is he believes that he ever since they she met her that he hasn't that she hasn't lied to him that's what he believes which is crazy but there was also rumors i don't know there was also rumors that she was having you know some type of affair with the uh, uh what's the name Bi- bias yeah mm-hmm. there was a rumor about that I'm not, i don't know how true that is but there was that rumor too yeah, and there was a rumor that even with Patrick that there was a romantic thing. The more the merrier. Right. It, you know, I, I don't put it past her. You know, when you see the type of lifestyle that she lived, the mm. type of person that she was, and 
what motivated her, you yeah. know, and, and what seems to motivate her, which is just her herself. And I'm sure if she finds herself in a situation that she doesn't like with Patrick or any of these people, she's going to blame them for one thing or another. And I think that's what happened with her defense attorney. She blamed him for, for, for blamed him for sexual misconduct or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I, the rumor was she was paying him with sexual favors or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was a rumor. Yes. yes. I mean, I'm also, also when like in the, I didn't see this. On, I don't know if I saw it in the docu series, but I remember uh, she said something about her her mom came up with the the drowning, the the, the well, drowning story, right? The that happened in, during interrogation. Yeah, the mom had mentioned something about like she okay. doesn't know what happened, that it could have been an accidental drowning, and Kaylee and Casey's lying. It wasn't so much that it was uh, it was planned, but she see throughout this entire docu-series and throughout mm -hmm. the case she didn't she didn't agree that that's what happened that it was an accidental drowning yeah exactly like through the whole thing like she she can't keep her lies straight no at all like at all like every turn every turn she takes it contradicts the other one that she just took and it, at the end it's just a big mess at the end where it, it you start picking at the stuff that you know, you know for a fact she's lying. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, yeah. If it messes up the whole story and to the point where, like, oh man, that makes no sense. And how can a jury of her peers, uh, you know, give her a not guilty verdict after all the all the stuff? Well, I mean, I think that at the end of the day, the the, the prosecution couldn't prove without reason of doubt that there mm -hmm. was a murder that had occurred. You know. Yeah. It, it was possible. And I would have believed it more so if if it was just Casey Anthony that she fell asleep, accidental drowning, she panicked, she she did what she did. Mm -hmm. But they had to bring in this whole story about the father to make up for why she was lying, right? Yeah. To just and yeah, so they want like nobody was going to believe that it was an accidental drowning. Unless there was a reason for all the lies, right? Because of the yeah. fact that she was lying, she lied so much, yada yada yada, right? And so they had to come up and they have to they had to make up this story so that they can justify the lying. And and then it's come to a point where people are asking the question, like, why is a retired cop not gonna call an accidental drowning? Yeah. And so now they had to come up with a new theory. And this has to be something that's recent because just 11 months ago, her defense attorney, Cheney, Ma Cheney Mason, said they have no evidence or belief that George um, was there or responsible for the death of Kaylee and that it was uh, he just merely found her in the pool. Yeah. I don't know, man. I find it hard to believe this entire story. I think um, she got away with one. No, definitely she did. And so... Oh can man, hear? am I frozen? Yeah, I believe you are. I thought I was the one that was having trouble. You can hear me, right? I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, you can. You're frozen. It's a good, it's a good look, though. Thank you. <laughs> but That's yeah, man, mistake. like, it, it, like through the whole thing, I was super, super infuriated with. Like, I, it was super hard to to go through the whole thing, man. Super hard. I agree, man. I agree, one hundred percent. I'm not sure why I'm frozen like this. Let me remove myself and bring myself. Oh my god, are you gonna leave me alone? 
All right, guys, this is a new show. I'm Jaime. I'm going to start a new show. I'm going to... Oh, never mind. I'm back. Oh. You're still you're still frozen. I can see you in the in the bottom. Nope. Hey, what's up, Eloy? Long time no see, Vato. What was this on here? Who else thinks who else thinks that she's guilty? Because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there's more than ninety five percent in here that that thinks she's guilty. I'm one of them. Let me see to see where. There I don't go. know, man. I think my camera's just kind of kind of oh. did a did a kapooey on it. So yeah. it is what it is. I'll get it figured out by the next show. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm just glad that you guys can hear me. But yeah. you, we are getting a little bit long in the tooth uh, before we wrap it all up. Do you have any final words? Um. Yeah, I'm I'm pissed. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, what can we do, right? As long as, as far as the legal legal way, I mean, that's that's it for right now. But uh, like you said, she's gonna end up messing up somehow, eventually. No, I agree. I agree one hundred percent. And we're gonna be there to watch it. So, yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. And you're you're right. We'll be there to watch it. And we'll be covering that. Um, guys, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Uh, this upcoming Wednesday, we'll be coming live again. We'll be doing updates on the uh, Delphi murder case and on the Idaho 4 murders. Uh, don't want to miss it. Um, we've been covering those cases. There's been a few updates, so we're going to be going through those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't have any other words, Jaime, I'm going to let everybody go. Let's With that being said... Please hit that like and subscribe button. Thank you all for subscribing and joining the show and liking and watching. We appreciate all of you guys. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Peace out.